You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. New York Giants fans, and welcome to your Valentine's News Podcast for Friday, June 3. I'm your host, Ed Valentine. Oh, Big Blue View. Please remember to uh, like or subscribe to uh, Big Blue View Radio wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, let's uh, let's get into a few uh, Giants-related topics for today. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, injuries as Giants OTAs roll along, and we're also going to... Uh, to play for you some of the audio clips from Coach Brian Dable and several of the players who were made available to to media on Thursday. All right, let's let's talk a little bit about injuries. The biggest injury news for the Giants involves uh, first round pick Kayvon Thibodeau, edge rusher out of Oregon, the fifth overall pick. Thibodeau has not worked in OTAs the last couple of weeks. Uh, suffered some type of injury. During the the first week of OTAs, actually, I believe he suffered that injury uh, the first time that that reporters were able to uh, to see OTAs. I did not see what happened to Thibodeau that day, but uh, but Kayvon has not worked uh, fully since that time. He's been in a red jersey. Uh, on Thursday, we saw Thibodeau doing uh, agility drills on the side with a trainer. We also saw him doing some some running. He he looked comfortable. He looked okay moving around. That would lead you to believe that uh, that this is not a long term injury. Obviously, uh, the Giants are not required to release any inf- any injury information at this time of the year. This is still the off season. There are no games you know coming up so so the Giants aren't required to give us injury information tell us what the injuries are give us timetables any of that stuff and and head coach Brian Dable was uh was very coy very evasive on Thursday when asked about injuries you know he said a lot of things can happen he said guys are doing what they're supposed to do they're all doing what they're able to do in terms of Thibodeau you know he said maybe Thibodeau will be available next week for mandatory minicamp Maybe he'll be available for training camp. Maybe he won't be available. I'm not raising any alarm bells at this point. Uh, we'll we'll wait and see what happens. As I said, to me, it didn't look like Thibodeau uh, was in any sort of real discomfort as he moved around the field working with a trainer. And, and I took that as a good sign that that whatever he's dealing with is not a, a significant long-term injury. You know, could be wrong about that, but we'll you know we'll see once we get to training camp. If he's not participating at the beginning of training camp, then we'll worry. But but for now, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna worry about that. The Giants are practicing, you know, in shorts and t-shirts, not doing a lot of uh, of heavy 
you know, work at this point in terms of, of, uh, you know, physical stuff. So, so I wouldn't worry too much about Kayvon Thibodeau at this point. I'll be honest. I'm a little bit worried about left tackle, Andrew Thomas, who's had ankle surgery in, uh, each of his first two off seasons as an NFL player, Thomas continues to work in a red jersey. And on Thursday at the at the OTA that we had access to, Thomas did less work than he has at any other time. He did less work than he did during the voluntary minicamp or either of the OTAs that media had access to. He did some individual work, but then he did not participate at all in any of the the team periods, even the walkthrough periods. And that uh, that that you know raised a little bit of an alarm bell for me. Made me wonder, you know, just where Thomas is in his rehab from from ankle surgery. Um, again, this is light work that the Giants are doing. It's teaching work. It's preparatory work for training camp. When you know when things will ratchet up for the Giants as they get into the preseason and begin to get ready for the season, but. Thomas's status for me is one worth monitoring, one worth paying attention to. It, like I said, it just bothered me a little bit to see him do less work on uh, on Thursday than we had seen him do in previous weeks. All right, Giants fans, let's get to uh, to some of the audio from Thursday's OTA. First up, we'll hear from uh, from head coach Brian Dable, who. Uh, in the clip you're going to hear, he's going to speak about uh, rookie wide receiver Wandale Robinson. He's going to speak about uh, left guard Shane Lemieux, who's coming back from a serious injury, missed most of the 2021 season. And he's also going to talk a little bit about injuries in general. So how bad has it been for a guy like Wandale to get all the reps he's been getting with Daniel in particular with, with those guys not liking the team? Yeah, yeah the, the more you can do, you know, the better off it is because you're out there actually doing it. Um, again, it's one thing looking at it on a book, but even the walkthroughs are helpful, those guys. But Wandell is a, obviously a rookie. Um, got a long way to go, but uh, smart. has picked up stuff fairly well and, and really done a nice job out here for us. Brian, just to get, get back to Wandell a little bit, he's a guy that can do a lot of different things. How, how do you balance not throwing too much at him right now and letting him kind of settle in and, and we don't throw a, lot at him. throw a lot at him. Yeah, and he can handle it. He's smart. You know, we it was part of the evaluation process in terms of getting ready for the draft, you know, with the position coaches and, and the coordinators of, you know, really trying to teach these guys as much as we can in that process to see what they can grasp and, and how smart they are, um, along with all the other evaluation tools you use, going to the school, talking to people, and. Uh, we place a high premium on intelligent players, and, and he's certainly one of them. Brian, um, obviously, Shane Lemieux basically didn't play at all last year. Yeah. So when you guys evaluated him from 2020, yep. um, what did you see? I mean, the previous coaching staff liked his toughness in the run game. Yeah. And what did you see as a pass blocker, which he's not great at? As well? Yeah, we, we, we liked him uh, where I came from, too, coming out of the draft. Um, you know, I had good conversations with Mario, and he's a tough, smart, dependable guy. Plays with a nasty edge, which you need up front. Um, did a really good job in the meetings that we had with him leading up to the draft um, when I was in Buffalo, and he's done he's done a really nice job here. He's 
he's smart. He's what, he's what I thought he was when we, we evaluated him. Now when the pads get on, he'll have an opportunity to show that. Coach, on the, on the injury front, will Andrew Thomas uh, be ready for minicamp and team it up? Yeah, hope so. No red hope so. No, they're, I mean, look, the guys are still in red jerseys. We're, they're rehabbing, and, and when they're ready to go, they'll be ready to go. How, Is how? Andrew on track? Because he, he looked like he was laboring. Yeah, no, he's doing, he's doing a good job. Everything we've asked him to do rehab-wise, really all the guys, um, Pat, they're, they're, they're doing what they can do, and, and when they're ready to go, they'll be ready to go. Next up, we hear from left guard Shane Lemieux as he works his way back from uh, his partially torn patellar tendon that cost him all but uh, but 17 snaps of the 2021 season. Looks like Lemieux uh, has a good shot at being the Giants' left guard. We'll hear Lemieux talk about uh, about how hard it was to to miss last season and a little bit about his hopes for uh, 2022. So I, I think uh, last year Joe Judge said something like you would you would chew off your own foot to get back out on the field or something like that. So how how hard was it being sidelined for the basically the entire season? Yeah, you know that was uh, that was my first inj- injury ever in my career, so it was kind of a different you know uh, mental standpoint. But I just I love I love to practice. I love to get better, and obviously uh, not being able to be out there with the guys. I was trying to do everything I could to get out there. So. What does it mean not to be in a red jersey? It's almost every guy who was hurt last year is still in the like cautious red jersey phase. You're not. Like, I was itching to get it off. Man. You know, it was. I was itching to get it off because I didn't even want the, you know, the, the persona. I guess is I didn't want to be in that jersey, and uh, I did everything I could to get out of it. And uh, you know, the treat. Tried to get one to you, and you said no. Um, I, <laughs> but uh, the training staff did everything they could to get me back back out here and everything so I'm really grateful for everyone in this building and everyone who helped me get me back so yeah. Last year you obviously got hurt during training camp and you were trying yeah. to play through like how like were you a lot of pain in that week one game when you were playing? Like, uh, yeah yeah you know but it was uh, yeah I was, I was did, a lot did of pain. You, like, was it after that point where you realized you couldn't go? After yeah that? at halftime I went in and I called it quits. So, oh I didn't call it quits but I said like that's that's enough. Toughness yeah. probably pushed it beyond where a, a tough guy would have taken it, right? I mean, the, uh, you know, I, it was more the fact that I wanted to be out there for my team. You know, I wanted to be out there and playing. I, wanted, I did everything I could to get out there. Uh, I didn't really think about, you know, I got to tough through this. I was just like, you know, my teammates need me, and I love this game so much. I was going to do everything I could to get on that field. So. I know it's easy to ask now, but would you have done anything differently? No. No regrets, man. You know, it's uh, it's a new year, and look at me. I'm, I'm here now, and uh, I'm healthy, and I'm ready to roll. New Giants left guard Mark Glowinski is uh, a player who, who got a three-year contract from the Giants, the biggest uh, off-season contract that they gave out in free agency. Uh, we hadn't heard from Glowinski uh, before Thursday. Uh, seems like a really nice guy. Uh, spoke uh on Thursday about coming to the Giants and also had some some high praise for rookie right tackle Evan Neal, the seventh overall pick. Mark, what do you like about these groups that you're working with? And just, you're saying just the team? Or the what? offensive line. Yeah, the offensive line. I love that we were able to bring in guys from previous scheme and uh, to show us the way that, you know, how the offense is supposed to be ran. Um, but we brought in guys that are you know, feisty, hungry guys that want to win. You know, want to win, want to play hard, um, and we're you know we're we're doing our best to learn one another, 
um, compete with one another, gel as much as we can, spend as much time as we can in you know, the lunch, breakfast room and everything. So we just want to understand one another. But we've, we have a lot of, you know, we have young talent and we also have older guys that uh, we've come across one another in the past. So we, uh, you know, we understand those guys. When you came in here, obviously you were a guy that signed pretty quickly. Um, what was your sense of what this offensive line was like before and kind of like um, your sense of how this group is, this new coaching staff in front office is so interested in getting it right after so many years of not having it right? Um, yeah, I'm saying, you you know, media makes sure that everything is put out and open, so uh, just league-wide, um, you know, if something's not working right, there's always an excuse or whatever's going on, um, but they did a really good job of just bringing in guys that you know, want to want to make the team better. Do whatever we can. I'm saying, at the end of the day, is winning. So whatever we have to do to win, you know, if that's bringing in the, you know, if you have to pay a little bit more money, or if you have to bring in guys that are, you know, hungry and want to and want to win, you got to do whatever you got to do for the organization. It seems like there's a certain personality type that they were after, especially on the interior with you and John, and and, and even Shane has that that a little bit that sort of nastiness, right? Yeah, I'm saying. That's part of the game. That's what you want. You want that O line. You want smart guys, but you also want guys that want to dominate and, and be aggressive and finish and and do all the things that it takes to score points, win games. You know, you want to get even motivation for other. You know, if what we do might trickle to the other positions, other on the other side of the ball as well. What's been your impression of, uh, of Evan Neal? Just dominant. Um, you know. As long as he's, you know, he gets his hands on guys, um, you know, that's the end of the, you know, that's the end of the story. So it's just making sure that we uh, put him in the right place, make sure that he's doing the right things. Uh, he's he's come along. Finally, we hear from fourth-year wide receiver Darius Slayton. Now Slayton is a guy who I have said a few times at Big Blue View that that I believe is going to have a hard time making the Giants roster. Uh, this season and I do honestly believe that the Giants have a number of of new players at wide receiver Uh, they have cap issues remaining uh, and it's my belief that the Giants can probably fill a role that Slayton would play uh, at a lower cost whether that's using CJ Board or Robert Foster or or David Sills, or, or whoever they choose to use. I'm not sure that that Slayton, you know, had a really, really good rookie season, but hasn't m- matched that production the last two years. I'm just not sure that Slayton is going to be able to find a way uh, onto the 53-man roster. That said, Slayton has been getting a number of opportunities along with guys like Wondale Robinson, along with uh, Richie James, Robert Foster, C.J. Board, David Sills, as you know, guys I mentioned before. You know, due to the fact that that Sterling Shepard, Kadarius Tony, and Kenny Galladay have not been working, you know, on the field throughout OTAs. So we'll see. You know, we'll see in the long run what the coaching staff thinks of those guys. But we heard from Slayton on uh, on Thursday, and he talked a little bit about his relationship with Daniel Jones and about second round pick Wandale Robinson. You and DJ came into the league together and kind of had that instant chemistry right away. You guys have gone through a lot of changes together as well. How much does it help that you and your quarterback have gone through the whole process 
so far together? Um, I think it helps a lot because, as you said, the team's changed a lot over the last three years. Um, but obviously having that consistency of the guy that's throwing me the ball, you know, has been helpful for me. And you know, hopefully I've been good for him and helpful for him as well. When a new coach comes in, does your approach change? I mean, do you have to sit there and go, I have to prove myself again or what? Um, no, I think you're always having to prove yourself. You know, whether you have the same coach or new coaches, I think you always want to put your best foot forward and, and show what you can do. Uh, he's quick, he's fast, he's explosive. Um, say he's as advertised. Nobody's faster than me. That's the show for today, Giants fans. Uh, the Giants will hold mini camp next week, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at Quest Diagnostics uh, Training Center in East Rutherford. Yours truly will be on hand uh, for at least the first two days of uh, of the mini camp. We'll have uh, as many reports as we can. We'll try to do podcasts for you both days as we, uh, you know, as we help you, uh, you know, get ready for the season and, and and keep up with everything that's going on, you know, with the Giants. We'll have features. We'll have daily coverage of of anything and everything that happens, uh, you know, during the mini camp. So uh, stay tuned to Big Blue View for that. You know, please remember to uh, to check us out on Facebook, on Instagram, follow us on Twitter, uh, check out our YouTube channel. Um, and as I said at the top of the show, please subscribe to our podcasts wherever you uh, wherever you listen to uh, to podcasts. Thank you, Giants fans, as always, for listening. Stay safe out there. Take care of each other. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye bye. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.